0: Nationalist Sport. GAA. Bart Gilmartin honoured at Croke Park. Article by Kieran Murphy. Bart Gilmartin is the 2021 Ladies Gaelic Football Association Volunteer Club Coach of the Year. The old Lachlan club man received his award at the LGFA Volunteer Awards Ceremony on Friday. He was surprised and bemused to be selected, suggesting there were a long list of people who he would have considered more worthy than him. I see it as a recognition of all that goes on in the club and in the county, with the volunteer work which is done by a lot of people and also behind the scenes. I see Liam Ford and Mary Ford massively involved at club and county level. That goes on in every club, and that is what it takes to keep it going, he said. After two years where events and festive gatherings were either banned or limited in numbers, the old Lachlan man said he thoroughly enjoyed the occasion. It was a lovely night. We had family, guests and club members. It was good to get out again after Covid and attend these events. He is delighted to see ladies' football rising in popularity. According to him, it wouldn't happen without a huge influx of enthusiasm from individuals in the clubs. Standards are rising the whole time. More people are watching ladies' Gaelic football the whole time. And that is only going to continue. Girls are being introduced at a younger age compared to 30 years ago. That is all good, and long may it continue. The old Lachlan man has been to the forefront of the development of the game in Carlow, where he coached old Lachlan underage and adult teams. He was also involved with underage and adult intercounty sides. A major highlight was seeing Old Lachlan win a Leinster title football final while they are now one of the strongest club teams not just within the county but outside it. From Mayo, he recalls listening to commentaries of matches involving his native county in London. In a nice twist, he had the opportunity of travelling to London with a Carlow team for a game. It brought back memories. Here was I managing a Carlow team playing in Rislip. We were six points to no score down, and we came back and won by a point. We stayed in London that night. There were a lot of highlights, but it is good to see a continuation with eight-year-olds coming in now. We are developing something which is going to continue. Alliance National Hurling League Round 2. Carlo bounced back from down disappointment to see off Westmeath. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score... Carlo 120 Westmead 114 Carlo produced one of their best performances for many years when they accounted for a side who had given them no end of grief recently national league christy ring and joe macdonald cup victories more often than not at the expense of the midlanders in the last decade had been consigned to the memory bank as their great rivals had taken the upper hand in the last 3 seasons on Sunday, the Lake County came to Netwatch Cullen Park full of confidence. They had beaten Carlo in the Keough Cup two weeks ago and followed that up with a league victory over Kerry. On the other hand, Carlo had plenty of experience in the side, but this is a new departure for the likes of Conor Keough, Fielker Fitzpatrick, John Doyle, Jack McCulloch and Dean Tobin. The combination of experience and youth stood up, and what this victory will have done is immeasurable. No doubt they will know and will have been told players are only as good as their last game. Fair enough, but this was sweet and a massive confidence builder. Kevin MacDonald spearheaded the victory, scoring three points in the opening four minutes to get Carlo off to a great start. His Rangers club man Fiecher Fitzpatrick also found the posts, and Kevin Regan's strike eventually put Westmead on the board. Carlo were solid in defence, and the Midlanders got relatively little out of their forward line. The home team also gifted the arch-rivals two points, one from a loose clearance, while Chris Nolan was probably a little over-ambitious when he went for a goal from 30 metres when a point was there for the taking. Jack Gillen was the Westmeath danger man, and scored four points in the half, as the entire Carlo half-forward line scored from play. The youthful pairing of Conor Keogh and Fiochre Fitzpatrick at midfield belied their relative inexperience and they both came of age, accounting for a combined total of three points, as the home side went into the interval, leading 14 points to eight. The experienced Angus Clark scored a Westmead point immediately after the interval, but it didn't rock the Carlo confidence. Paul Doyle, Conor Glawler and Michael Doyle picked up anything which passed a solid half-back line. Dermot Byrne did everything right at centre-back. There are over ten years between the wing half-back Jack McCulloch and Jack Kavanagh, yet both made massive contributions to the victory. Even though they were playing against the wind, Carlo still stretched out their lead. With seven minutes left, a high ball was not collected by the Westmead defence and MacDonald flicked on the Schlitter into space. He ran on and letting fly, the resultant three-pointer ensured there would be no comeback for Westmead. They did convert a penalty through Gillen, but it was too little too late for a visiting side who failed or were not allowed to fire. In a tight group, the concession of three points when they were so far ahead could change the complexion at the top of the table at the end of the season. That is nitpicking, however. Carlo would have taken a one-point win at the start of the game. Six points is more than acceptable as this team move forward. And the teams? Carlo, Brian Tracy, one point from a free, Paul Doyle, Connor Lawler, Michael Doyle, Jack McCulloch, Dermot Byrne one point, Jack Kavanagh one point, Conor Keoh one point, Fearchar Fitzpatrick two points, John Doyle two points, Chris Nolan four points, Kevin Macdonald one goal and six points, three points from Freeze, Dean Tobin, John Michael Nolan one point, Ted Joyce one point, and the subs: Paul Cody for Tobin sixty-four minutes, Scott Tracy for J.M. Nolan sixty-five minutes. Fiaith O'Toole for Joyce, 68 minutes. Tony Lawler for C. Nolan, 68 minutes. And the Westmead team. Noel Conity, Dara Egerton, Connor Shaw, Shane McGovern, Aaron Craig, Tommy Doyle, Jack Galvin, Cormac Boyle, Angus Clark, 1 point. Kevin Regan, 1 point. Joey Boyle, Niall Mitchell, Jack Gillen 1 goal and 6 points, the goal from a penalty and 5 points from freeze. Kieran Doyle, one point. Killian Doyle, three points, one from a free. And the subs Derek McNicholas, one point for Regan, 15 minutes. Alan Cox, one point for McGovern, 48 minutes. Charlie McCormack for C. Doyle, 50 minutes. Owen McCabe for J. Boyle, 55 minutes. The referee Michael Kennedy, Tipperary. Carlo LGFA Minor A Football 2021 Final. Captain Kiernan comes up with dramatic winning goal. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score: St. Bridget's two goals and five points, Michel one goal and six points. In bitterly cold conditions on Friday night at McGrath Park, these two sides served up an excellent LGFA Minor 2021 football final with a late St. Bridget's goal deciding the game. It took a while for the players to acclimatise, but once they did, there was only one way to goal, where they took the direct route as they fought for everything. When in possession, ran the ball carriers hard at their rivals. It made for an entertaining contest. An Abbey Foley point put Meischel in front, but the Wicklow border side hit back with an Ava Kiernan goal. Tara Lyons added a point with another brace coming from Ava Kiernan for Bridget's. Coming to half time, Kiva Jordan replied with a point for Michel. This was cancelled out as Rachel Tracy raised a Bridget's white flag. On the restart of a 20 minute aside final, Rihanna Nolan swooped for a goal which set up an enthralling second period. Leah Furlong found the Michel posts to restore St. Bridget's three point lead. Kim Doyle and Foley hit back once more for the South Carlo side. Both sides created some great goal chances but the respective goalkeepers Anna Lynch and Michaela Donahue brought off some great saves. Even when they were beaten, that little bit of luck didn't desert them, with Bridget's Tara Lyons hitting the posts, and twice in a matter of seconds, Michel forwards saw shots blocked on the line. Some in the decent-sized crowd lived on their nerves. With time nearly up, Jordan nudged Michel in front from a free. St. Bridget's fought back and when Kiernan gathered the ball twenty meters out, she had to go for goal. Her shot proved to be unstoppable as it whizzed just inside the left hand post at the town end of the ground. Michel had a number of late half chances, but the Bridget's defence were not to be denied. The teams Saint Bridget's, Anna Lynch, Lauren McGrath, Kira Boland, Rachel Tracy, one point, Lauren Quigley, Ava Kiernan two goals and two points, one from a free, Alva Maguire, Tara Lyons 1 point, Leah Furlong 1 point, Kira Cleese, Danielle Lamb. The subs, Rose Alice Byrne for Boland, half-time, Grace Hilliard for Lamb, half-time, Heidi King for Cleese, 29 minutes, Ella Ryan, Emma Whelan, Ava Doyle, Ashling Kennedy, Ella Ford, Annie Lawler, Kate Ryan, Ruby Connolly, Alwyn Doyle. Maishal team, Michaela Donahue Anna Nolan, Kira Nolan, Sarah Sheehan, Maria O'Neill, Kiva Jordan, two points, Rhiannon Nolan, one goal, Amy Nolan, Leah Fitzpatrick, Abby Foley, two points, Kim Doyle, two points. The subs, Anya Kavna for Fitzpatrick, 24 minutes, Chloe Murphy, Anya Kavna, Simona Noriakaita. Referee, John Murphy, St Mullins. O'Brien checks in at Aerog, a Swan Electrical Extend long-running sponsorship deal. Aerog have announced the appointment of Thurlock O'Brien as its senior team manager for 2022. Thurlock replaces the highly successful Joe Murphy who steps down after six years at the helm six years which included four county championships and the Leinster final and the transition and development of a fine squad of committed players, many of whom have served the county with distinction and continue to do so. Tarlock is a lifelong aerog man and has served the club as a player, selector and manager and includes three county championships and ten minor titles among his honours as a manager alone. His tenure as Carlow County Manager saw Carlow promoted and contesting a Leinster semi-final. Club Secretary John Brophy said, After an exhaustive recruitment process, we are satisfied that we have chosen the right man for the job of winning back the county title and hopefully contesting provincial titles and more. We feel that Thurlock's ambitions for the club match ours. Everyone in the club wishes Thurlock and his management team all the very best. This dovetails with the renewal and extension of Ireland's longest-running club GAA sponsorship. Swan's Electrical has sponsored Aeroog since sponsorship was first permitted in 1992. The name Swan is synonymous with Aeroog, and Sean is an active member of the Executive and serves as President of Aeroog. Through good times and bad, Sean has generously supported Aeroog in so many ways but has also contributed many thousands of pounds, punts and euro to the running of the club. Big news this year is that upon renewal of his contract with the club, Swans will be the sole sponsorship of the Men and Boys Club. The club acknowledges the sponsorship of Fair Green Shopping Centre over many years as juvenile sponsor. This sponsorship will now pass to Swans Electric. Basketball. Division 1 Basketball South Conference League. IT Carlo land huge win. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score IT Carlo 78, UCC Demons 73. IT Carlo remain in contention for South Conference National League honours thanks to this win over what were unbeaten league leaders at the Barrow Centre on Tuesday. This was a must win game for the home side who have only lost once in the league. On two defeats, Limerick's Sports Eagles are tracking the two sides above them. Yet, it didn't look that promising early on. At the end of the first quarter, the home side trailed 20-17, but were losing the rebound battle tamely enough. It was still tight at the end of the half, and again the visitors were narrowly ahead, 37-35. Carlos Arman Vichels said that their coach Martin Conroy asked the team to dig deep. He said at half-time that if we wanted to win this game, we had to take it ourselves. There was a five-point turnaround in the third section, and now Carlo led 60-57. to In the final stages, Carlo's determination put the squeeze on their opponents. Now the shoe was on the other foot, and they came out on top in the rebound stats in a critical last three minutes. Yet, there was still only three points in it, with just over two minutes left on the clock. The next basket was vital and after going close twice Carlo pulled out the big plays to emerge victorious. We are very happy. They were unbeaten so far. We worked on our defence and that is what won it for us today. We really wanted to win this game Vichels emphasised. The teams IT Carlo Ben Kelly Flynn 20 Jordan Fallon 15 Armand Vikels 10 Roland Vikels. Kevin Donahue, 19. Owen Hackett, 6. Ben Kavna, Jake Conroy, Aaron Whelan, Sebastian Uglis, Jack Kyo, Matteo Plazzarino, Nathaniel Schaefer, 18. The UCC Demons Jack O'Leary, 3. Stefan Maniowitz, 7. Seamus Carney, Ryan Murphy, 5. Kyle Hosford, 17. Tobias Christiansen 12. David Lehan, 6. Tala Fam 21, Matthew McCarthy, Kean Looney, Conor Ryan 1, Kevin Moynihan 1. IT Carlo were to follow up this game by playing Limerick Celtics last weekend, but that game was cancelled due to COVID 19.